it didn't affect our relationship and we were able to just be like forgiveness is just the best thing for everyone just lifts weight off off everyone if you can just forgive Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy. And that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome Emma Stoll to the Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so excited. I'm connected to New Zealand. And it's 9 a.m. in Switzerland and 9 p.m. in New Zealand. How cool is that, that that's even possible? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast and just tell us, who are you? What do you do? What brings you joy and how do you create joy? Hi. So it's lovely to be here. Lovely to see your face and your picture behind you. Um, so I'm an author from New Zealand. Um, as you said, we, we say New Zealand. <laughs> um, yep, it's nine o'clock at night. Um, so I create joy with art. I just love anything creative. Um, so obviously I like writing. Um, Show us your I like, yeah. <laughs> So this is, and you can tell even just by the cover how much I love art because I was um, animate that I was having a well-designed cover that was quite different. So I had a graphic designer. So, because um, I just enjoy all types of art, um, anything that's creative. And, I'm, and that's probably a really good way to share joy as well because you can see it spread it use it to help others lots of people use it for healing i've found so if <laughs> if you are creating art you're normally writing or you're also painting and drawing or what do you um, do? I, I used to paint a lot more and draw a lot more before i started writing <laughs> but now i would choose to write over that um because now it's um now I'm producing something that I'm really passionate about. Um, so I would rather jump on the laptop um, with painting as well. I was finding it very hard to work around children. Um, by the time I got out my stuff and then would paint and then have to pack it away. Um, with writing, if I've just got 10 minutes, I can quickly note down something or it's not so restrictive for me when I've got three children. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. You should have a separate room with the paint and lock yeah. and then it will be ready for you. But I, yeah, if you have to pack away the stuff, it's really, uh, yeah. it's well, so fascinating. Sort of I mean, open paint tints, yeah. like how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sort of do have a wee art corner in our garage. Um, but it's just I do my painting with the kids now. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the book. What is the book about? Like your creativity is now fully into the writing. So being creative with yeah. words is such a big and beautiful art. How do you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. I mean, I love words and the meaning of words and, and, and with only 26 um letters we can create words and sentences and and, yeah. and books. how amazing is that exactly. yeah so Mitchell what are you doing no sorry problem. my son's no up, problem we have family businesses <laughs> that's uh, that's how yeah. it goes <laughs> I don't know what he's doing out of bed at nine Richie you, you, sh you can't go to bed and I'll come see you in a minute darling <laughs> So um, this beautifully broken 
and um, it's a trilogy. So I found that it worked with my um, creativity a lot more because I could really go in depth with beautifully broken and then it goes beautifully breaking and then beautifully becoming. So um, she's got PTSD and she's a struggling writer and she's going through um, a bit of a life crisis and then in beautifully breaking she sort of falls down a bit further but then in beautifully becoming she builds herself back up so that let me go fully into my creative side with each theme and I tried to put um, like at the end of each chapter I put um, sort of like little quotes that um, you know how you can see inspirational quotes around you and stuff like that. Um, I tried to do that all through my book, like here at the end of this chapter. I'm a woman finding my voice. So it's about so I tried beautifully broken, but <laughs> inspiring and uplifting, even though it's the first book of the three. Yeah. I tried to end on each chapter, not always uplifting, you know, Sometimes they're hard-hitting, sometimes they're emotional, um, but some of them were uplifting. So I tried to end it so it seems like you're ending on a little quote to take you through to yet pick up the book again. Because <laughs> um, for me, getting over PTSD, because it comes from my my experience, I had severe PTSD. Um, Could you explain and I that a little bit, the PTSD? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just, just you see my... <laughs> Could you say what the, what the letters are for? <laughs> yeah, New Zealanders talk fast. Um, Post-traumatic stress disorder. So um, I had an abusive childhood and the continuous release of the cortisol in your mind um, growing up puts you in fight or flight your whole life. Um, and then I sort of dropped out of high school and was drinking and mucking around. Then I got clean and became a teacher, but I kept that fight or flight in my mind. It was still going. I just hadn't realised that it was still going. <laughs> um, and then I sort of hit rock bottom again after I had kids because... I was looking at them and it was reminding me of my childhood and I was thinking, oh my gosh, how could anyone do what I'd, some of the things I'd had done to me to a little child and it put me back in PTSD. And I just thought when I was healing, positive um, confirmation and positive affirmations and saying them out loud just really helped me to keep going when I was, when I was down and the more I said them, the more I believed them. So that's why I've tried to incorporate them into my book. So yeah. So which which person is um, your ideal reader? Like who should just run and buy your book? Like everyone? Or if if well, uh, I have a huge problem that in my life, and then I can see through reading your book, and it's not a self help book; it's a fiction book. Yeah. Right. It is, yeah, it is fiction, yeah. While reading it, I will see some solutions or what would you say for that? Um, well, I think the ultimate goal in Beautifully Becoming when she builds herself back up is to just realise, and I've learned this myself all while writing as well, that we are our own biggest asset. And it doesn't matter what we like. Um, so I've sort of got spirituality, Christianity type thing, uh, sexuality, um, characters that like uh, influences that we heaps of makeup and then other people that are like health, health people and all that. It doesn't actually matter what you focus on as long as you do it with heart and you're authentic. And I think that's the main that that some people out there have sort of forgotten 
the, their power, but it is written in a in a fiction, so it's a romance. Um, so I'd say you'd have to definitely like romance stories <laughs> because um, it's really um, centered on like a, it's like a real life read. I don't gloss over anything. So I don't gloss over the love be, because it's like you're immersed in her world. So if I like a romance story and be inspired and also maybe, I think hearing about struggles, if you don't have struggles or not as severe struggles, it's inspiring to yeah. be even more grateful for what you have. So it doesn't have to be a yeah. person with the same struggles. It can be just eye-opening what, what others are experiencing. Yeah. And people are quite fascinated um, by the fact that I have fibromyalgia for some reason. <laughs> so I don't know if you've heard of fibromyalgia, but um, please tell us about. I know, yeah. I know that this um, illness, but but maybe some listeners or watchers yeah. don't. So um, three years ago, I had to give up teaching. Um, because I get really sore joint pain and chronic fatigue. Sometimes I can't walk, um, migraines, cramps, anything you can think of. I nearly get all the symptoms. I get flashing lights in my eyes, ringing in my ears, all sorts of things like that. Um, and I was really upset about finishing teaching. This was just before I started writing my book. Um, And then that's when I stopped teaching. I thought, well, actually, I had really severe chronic fatigue because of burnout from teaching as well. Um, I thought I would just write for a while and see how it went. But as I wrote more and more and more, I healed and I liked it and I was enjoying it. Um, but, yeah, people were really fascinated about being able to write with fibromyalgia and not letting it stop me. What what was your your fuel like to tell yourself also I I don't let anything stop yeah. me for for um from pursuing my dreams yeah um just positive affirmations to myself and just the passion that I knew I knew that the story had to be out there and it's about following your intuition over like ultimately so I was like right my intuition tells me that this story needs to be written and that gave me the power to um get up I was even able to get up early and yeah obviously um in the three years I wrote it I had an emergency hysterectomy and glandular fever and then we had COVID <laughs> so it was not an easy three years um, by any means but yeah. I just kept telling myself that it had to be done and, and now that, you're, you know you're, that I wanted to do it <laughs> you're finished with all three books already um, just the first one and the and the second one's half written yeah so then, you're now then, enrolling yeah. enrolling the the writing more and more until the trilogy yeah. is finished yeah <laughs> When, when now some people are listening and they think like, oh, I would love to write a book, but I'm not an author. I'm not like trained in that. I can't do that. What would you say to people like that? Oh, well, I'd say you definitely could, because if I can go from being a burnt out teacher with depression, anxiety and fibromyalgia, And I had to learn everything from scratch. Um, and I learned a lot along the way as well. Um, I learned so much. At every single step of the way, I, I learned something. Um, and I think that was my journey. And now that um, Beautifully Broken's coming out and I'm getting other people asking me questions about self-publishing, so... Um, I'm thinking about writing a book called Big Dreams from a Small Town 
Oh, and talk, I like yeah, that. <laughs> talking about the steps and the steps from today's real world steps as well because I read a lot of book and I'm real books I'm really into researching I research everything and I read a lot of books and I'd signed up for a lot of courses but some of the stuff that's out there isn't actually applicable applicable <laughs> um, applicable that's it to, to 2020 it doesn't work in 2020 anymore because everyone's overwhelmed a lot of the strategies that used to work don't work but I've found the ones that work for me through trial and error um, and learning um, I read so many books even when I did my book even though I have PTSD and I healed myself and I used that I read psychology books because <laughs> I wanted to get the psychology right on it and also men's psychology because I, I wanted such well-rounded characters. So the whole wisdom you you assembled is in this fiction book. I think that's, a, that's another <laughs> art, like writing a self-help book. My book comes out um, in 2021 too and it's just a self-help oh, cool. book. And it's... it's yeah. I think it's a lot easier to just write like, do this, try this, this is a technique, instead yeah. of like you creating a story around it. That's like, that's the art, that's the painting you're doing, you know? The, yeah, because I used to get part. in trouble at college when I did my teaching degree. I used to get in trouble for writing too much because <laughs> I'd almost write it like a story and then they'd say, oh, no, you can't write your essays like a story. You have to you have to just give us the points and I was like, oh. so <laughs> so it was already already destiny calling like there <laughs> like it's yeah. I want to write stories not boring boring reports on some um, yeah some research <laughs> yeah I totally get that yeah what do you do but, in like you have three kids you're an author you you are um, writing and doing all the all the things we have to do when yeah. we have family. How do you create joy in your everyday life? So I think that um, nature is very important. Um, going for a walk when you can. Even if I can't walk, I like to look out the window or if I can get outside um, in the fresh air. And I just think that um, people in nature are more connected than we realise. And I do think that it's coming back around that people are realising, beginning to realise the importance that we have with nature. Um, hiking's really good if I'm up to it. I can't do big long hikes anymore, but we can do little hikes to a waterfall, like an hour walk or something like that. Um, and that's really good. And I enjoy cooking and baking. Oh, creative creativity again. <laughs> creativity, you can eat afterwards. Know. That's the best yeah. creativity. <laughs> exactly. So that was really good, especially with homeschooling. I didn't I didn't put too much pressure on myself to homeschool my children. Um, luckily they were not high school age so there was no exams or anything to worry about they were 11, 9 and 3 um, so we just did art but we did a lot of baking cooking eating <laughs> yeah I think I'm a big fan of actually like free learning which is not what's happening in the in the schools in Switzerland, but like baking, you have to measure, you yeah. have to read, you have to read yeah. accurately. I mean, that's just the best education you can get. And then it's practical. And if you're a grown-up, you know how to bake. Like I love yes, exactly. Like that. Yes. Yeah, because no one taught me how to cook. And I remember moving out of home and crying one day because I wanted macaroni and cheese and I couldn't even make cheese sauce. And I was like, why did no one teach me to cook? So now I'm very, um, yeah, I want my daughter to leave home and be able to cook. My son's as well, but my middle son does not have as much interest in it. <laughs> I have to try and be like, 
okay, make it exciting for him. Let's make something we've not made before or, or something. Whereas my daughter, she cooks tea once a week. How is, um, how is cooking tea in New Zealand? Tell us about your customs. So things like bolognese. You, you guys eat bolognese over there? Yes, yes. That's Italian, yeah, yeah. Italian dish. <laughs> yeah. My actually my stepdad is German and he makes the most amazing bolognese. Okay. The bolognese is delicious. Um nachos, um, meat and vegetables. We usually eat a lot of roast because yeah. it's so cold here and and well, we don't have snow. <laughs> Not like your snow, but um It's cold here, so we don't have such – we have seasons, but I'd say our summer is not so hot. So probably – Where, where um, do you live on the islands? Uh, South Island, so yeah. in the colder part as well because up north is warmer and down south is a bit colder. We sometimes get snow, but we just don't get really hot summers, so it's cold nine months of the year for me because I love the heat so I'm waiting for summer <laughs> and so we eat a lot of roast because it's not hot so we yeah. like to eat like hot comfort food a lot um so we yeah we have a roast every Sunday so a roast is barbecue. is um is meat or vegetables um Well, we do both, so potatoes, kumra, and then meat. Um, vegetarian people do both too. I think my dad's vegetarian, but um, so he would just probably eat the vegetables. <laughs> and we have a lot of barbecues. They say in, uh, people sometimes get confused with Aussies how they say put some meat on the barbie. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that term, but. Um, We don't say that, but we do have a lot of barbecues. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that the, the term barbecue is, is French and it's from the beard of a, of a pig to the tail. Oh. Like you eat everything. Oh. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. I don't know if I got it exactly right, but, but like barbecue. Oh, cool. yeah, like yeah. It's a, it's a, oh. a very interesting term and it makes totally sense. I can, I have to. It does. Yeah. 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 So the BBQ <laughs> is like just the, the short probably. version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have some rituals for yourself, like bringing you into writing mood or with your kids, you know, like how to enjoy life. And I know you're, you're big in manifesting and like, Yeah. Yeah, like how do you how do you do that? Yeah. Um I don't need to with my writing or oh, you've gone frozen. Yeah, but do you, you can, hear am me I still? still? Okay. Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> no, I'm back. Um so I do believe in manifestation because um I haven't had to do any rituals with my book, but Every step of the way, the right thing has come along. Um, there's been lessons as well. So sometimes like the wrong thing will come along. Then I'll learn a lesson. I'll be grateful and I'll say thank you for the lesson and not get mad. And then the right thing will come along straight after. Um, and it's just all been like that every step of the way. And um, the right books to inspire me from other people who have come along which um, I might think, oh, I really want to read this book of someone that I know and I'll start to read it, but then I'll be at a secondhand store and I'll see a book and I'll be like, I need that book, grab that book, take it home, and that's the book that I should have been reading that has something inspiring to me in it. And I'm like, oh, I need to trust um, in the process as I'm going along. So, and I teach my children about that. We're Christian. Um, so we pray to God, but I believe everyone's God is different, you know, like the universe and manifestation and all of that. Um, 
I don't think you need to be set and rigid and in church and, and all of that. So we just pray um, in the morning, pretty much think, say thanks for our day, um, show a bit of gratitude, say something that we like looking forward to, think about the day positive, um, which is really good for children because if they start fighting and getting all wound up, then I realised that we forgot to start with our um, with our prayers, like, come back, we'll do it now, and then everyone, like, regroups again, which is really nice for that. Yeah, so, rituals yeah. like that have such a big impact on, on our soul and, and everything. It's, I yeah. like to meditate in the morning. I do it with my Joy Academy clients in the in the facebook group yeah with my swiss you know with different time zones it wouldn't be possible to do it with all the <laughs> different time oh, zones awesome. but at my 5 55 in the morning we do the meditation and then always like set an intention for the day like let's create a good day for yeah. ourselves and for all the people we meet today and i think it's a beautiful way of starting starting your day yeah that's sort of what we do yeah we don't we don't do the meditation part because I think they're a bit young. I do. Um, what kind of meditations do you like? Um, so I've listened to your one. So okay. I've done yes. your one a few times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's another lady in New Zealand um, who's from Christchurch, and she does some really good ones. Um, one I really like is called Activate Your Future Self. Yeah. I love and that. so you're connecting yeah. to your future self. So I think that's really cool. And then, and sometimes I just meditate on my own with no sound and not listening to anything. And I just imagine all the things, um, sort of like what you say about going up higher and up high and then reaching down again. I just imagine myself doing that. Yeah, I love if if you're into that and you trust yourself then doing a meditation a freestyle meditation is is i think the coolest thing just just do it your way yeah. and you can stay with thoughts or or imagination yeah. or visualizations no nobody tells you like now go there like no i'm not i'm not done yet <laughs> yeah, <not really>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Which I it like... takes practice. It took a lot of practice because people said to me, oh, was it hard? And I was like, oh, you don't know how hard. Like, Because <laughs> my mind was almost ADHD, but I learned that was part of the, the PTSD um, because how your brain wires itself when you're younger for survival. Um, so I really had to, yeah, practice the meditation. but it's really enjoyable when you get past the first. And um, I love that book, Eat, Pray, Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, and Pray, she goes love. To yeah. India. Yeah. yeah. And she goes to India and she's saying about being silent and she can't. And I'm like, oh, that was me the first time I read that book. <laughs> and, um, and you do, you learn to. Um, that book sort of inspired me as well. Because yep. you do learn to meditate. Yeah, it's like like playing the flute or the guitar. You wouldn't expect yeah. yourself playing a big piece in the, an afternoon later. So like step by step, <laughs> yeah. we, we learn stuff. Or riding yeah. a bike. Well, riding a bike, there are definitely people who are more gifted than others you know when you learn it as a grown-up but yeah. but learning an instrument i like this analogy like you have to yeah. practice and even exactly. though you're yeah. super super gifted you have to practice and um not not being stressed yeah. about that is just the best thing to be quicker than than you thought that yeah possible. yeah not stressing yeah yeah, if you're feeling stressed when you're doing it too, when I was first starting, I found it best to just stop and do it again later because if I was stressing about it, it was like, oh, that's not going to bring me joy. <laughs> and that's that's what, um, what yeah. life is about. Like, oh, that 
doesn't bring me joy. Why should you do that then? You know, like this. Yeah. But everybody said meditation is so good. No, if you, like you said, this, this intuition yeah. and the body feeling, that doesn't bring me joy. What brings me joy? What do I want now? And then go in this yeah. direction. Yeah, exactly. And it was very good um, until I did, um, until it did bring me joy. It was very good, even if I got up and did something else, because I didn't realize how much it was opening my mind to what I did want. And so I was able, and, and it was really interesting because I was able to even see toxic things in my life easier, like maybe a friend that wasn't the best friend, and I was able to actually say, no, I'm not going to be used anymore it's going to be a two-way street now um, <laughs> and if I started to say go on my phone too much because I don't like going on my phone very much in front of my children I want them to learn to live in the moment and not be addicted to a screen um, so I've got to be very conscious of not being on mine in front of them and it, it would just allow me to see more than I think I would have or what I would have missed maybe before yeah it really has an impact but it's it's a it's it's a soft tender impact in the in in the beginning yeah and you yeah I think as you are a sensitive person you feel the difference right away but maybe it takes some time yeah. and maybe you just don't enjoy it so let it be like nobody yeah has to follow a trend yeah my dad would never um my dad is a really happy person he's never meditated a day in his life but <laughs> so it's not for everyone yeah he just seems to have a very strong intuition as yeah. well anyway he's I think um my family and all my children even all have high uh, sensitivity and feelings um and I'm trying to teach them it's a strength because for so long I thought it was not a strength you know, for myself, I thought, oh, I always feel everything so strongly and I always overthink and I get upset easy. But then I saw the good side, how I have empathy for everyone and how I can help others and um, how I can write such a good book with such good feelings in it because I can feel them all. As I'm writing, I can get in that moment and feel them. Um, so I'm trying to teach my children as they grow up that it will be a strength yeah how blessed are they that you are so carefully parenting them i think like you no, i think that's such a yeah. gigantic achievement if you had an abusive childhood to say stop and i do it different and really do it you know yeah people say i won't i won't become that parent i had but in the end it's like all the all the bad stuff is happening again and the cycle just breaking the yeah. cycle really really a big achievement yeah I was very lucky because I did have an abusive relationship for one year um just before I met my husband now and it escalated quite badly um and he beat me up while I was pregnant trying to make me lose a baby Oh, and wow. I just decided after that moment when I lost the baby, I was like, right, that's it. I'm going to college and I wasn't and I'm leaving this guy and <laughs> I am not going to go through what I went through. And I knew I wanted kids. I always knew from when I was a baby that I'd probably have babies. Um, you know how some little girls playing dolls and all that or I was really into that and I just knew that I would be a mum one day and I was like no my kids will not have what I had and then people said to me that I was really strong for leaving but at the time I saw it as I was weak because I was thinking I'm not strong enough to live it because my mum lived it for 20 years something years and I was thinking oh I'm not strong enough to handle that but I guess at the end of the day it was a strength because I went to something I'd I would have not imagined myself doing and went to college 
Yeah, it's really, really, I think, yeah, you should be very proud and like aware of, of your strength. <laughs> yeah, and your 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 intention yeah. of of being the person you want to be and not what maybe life would have forced you to be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what I felt like. Yeah. Because, you know, I had the most beautiful childhood. I was like mobbing was a thing in, in primary school and secondary school. So that was my problem. But yeah. I always thought like, how can I have so many problems or what, like challenges? But what if I even had an abusive childhood? I It's just, you can't imagine it. You don't have to imagine it. That's, that's, uh, yeah. that's just a fact. But like, wow. I, I always like bow my head and think like, wow, when you get over that, that's just, that's just such a huge achievement. Yeah. Some people that read my book message me and say that they're crying over some of the, because the memories of the character, some of them are mine and they, and they have not experienced that. And they, and they say to me, oh, I didn't, think something like that would have occurred or or something like that um but that's just the way but with my kids I always try and tell them how lucky they are I always just say to them even though they have a nice life I'm always reminding them if someone at school you know, um, if they're acting up, maybe something bad at home's happening or if there's a quiet kid that's being bullied or something, um, they might be getting something at home as well. So, you know, always be kind to everyone because you don't know what's going on for everyone. So I'm pretty open with them about what other people might experience. I haven't told them about my stuff because it's their grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> and they they have a relationship with them now so yeah and even that is like wow that's really really a a big thing if you can manage to have a a, a relationship together and just yeah. like yeah that's like forgiveness work how how did you do that or or you did it with the affirmations or um. No, I had, I did have, I had counselling and um, so the counsellor, I only had the one session, but it just seemed to work and it was amazing. He told me to carry around this heavy rock and then for a whole week, but he said, you know, don't actually do it, but just imagine you've got this big heavy rock and you're brushing your teeth and you're holding it and you get up in the morning and it's there and it's there constantly and then go to the river and imagine like throwing that heavy rock in and feeling the weight lift off. And he said, that's forgiveness. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is because I'm, <laughs> that person may never say sorry to me, but I'm the one holding the anger. I can choose to just throw it away. I don't need that anger in my life. And, and so I did. Um, and it's been the best thing. And I worried about what my parents would think reading my book. And um, I don't talk about their situation. And so they're fine. And they actually really applauded the book and, you know, said it was really well written. So they focused on the positives as well. So it didn't affect our relationship. And we were able to just be like, forgiveness is just the best thing for everyone just lift weight off off everyone if you can just forgive <laughs> so beautiful and so powerful and it needs a lot of strength to do that it's not yeah. easier to hold on to anger if you yeah. are in this anger and and as soon as you realize that it would be beneficial to yourself that to, to let it go yeah you know that quote I it's on the internet it's like this is from Buddha this is from Socrates like all the big things oh, yeah. first get the quote yeah. the credit for the quote but like hating somebody is like drinking poison and hoping that the other 
person drops dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It, it really affects yourself. And as yeah. soon as you are aware of um, how how good it feels to let it go, it's it's uh, even small stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, like being pushed into the, 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 the rose bush every morning when you were walking to, to kindergarten by some other kid. Yeah. Like if you hold on to that, that um, feeling, even every time you see a rose bush, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was that. <laughs> it's just not yeah. healthy. It's, it's, it's so good if you let yeah. it go. And this kid mo won't remember you maybe, like whether not your name and not yeah. your situation because I, I, he did that or she did that all the time. So, yeah, it's really, yeah. really powerful. Forgiveness is a big part it of is, my yeah. Joy Academy too. And, and I think, oh, cool. Yeah, because there are some techniques. I have yeah. different ones. And then you yeah. can choose which one is, is, uh, is most suitable. And, the, or, or maybe you think, oh, this one would be good. That, yeah. and, and you know, when, when clients tell me, like, I had a fight in my head with my husband before he came home and then I sorted out with your tool and then yeah. I didn't have the urge to have this fight anymore it was so oh, good like how cool is that yeah you know, like, before yeah. you start you can like sort it out yeah yeah that is really good that's what I found with him saying with the rock and throwing it away I'm I was able easily to apply it for me to everything so I don't get angry so much anymore at anything really even you know road range someone's just annoying you pulling doing something I'm just like it's their problem they're having a bad day I don't need to have their negativity all in my space so I will just wait till they've moved or gone or if someone's rude to me at the shop I'm like they were the rude one doesn't matter. I used to get really wound up, you know, if someone was rude to me, I'd be like, no, you can't talk to me like that. Like I had to get my point across or even on Facebook, someone negative, I'd try and get my point across. But now it's like, I don't need that in my energy. <laughs> and and from the outside or from the offender side, it might look or feel weak, like, ha, 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 I... But it's so it's the opposite. Yeah. It's more powerful than yeah, yeah. Like oh, you're having a bad exactly. Day. So sorry for you. Bye bye. And then yeah, being <laughs> even kind to people who are rude. I think that's the most powerful thing. But I don't think yeah. we we are we should or or have to aim to be perfect. You know, if we're just not managing yeah. to be nice to rude people, we, we can talk back sometimes. And sometimes it's just like oh yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. 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 That's uh, um, the other thing as well, sort of trying to go with my book. Um, we're not always, because she labels herself and she says, oh, this is good part of my personality. This is the bad part of my personality. Um, but there is no right or wrong. In every situation, there's no right or wrong. If we, If my PTSD does flare up, and someone makes me angry or if someone makes me cry, it, that's fine as well. Every day is a new day to find joy all over again. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds cheesy, but it's just <laughs> like every day is, is yeah. a, new, a new package you get because we don't know yeah. how many days we have on this earth. So let's have fun and let's do, let's do cool stuff, which which brings us joy yeah. with uh, people we love. Like, as you said, exactly. like a friend with, where it's not a two-way road. Yeah, maybe it's time to say goodbye, even though it's hard. Or you don't have to say, like, it's over, like, with a breakup. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Sometimes like, if you just put in the boundaries, then they take themselves away. And some friends I don't see or yeah. hear a lot. And it's just, I know they're my best friends for life. We don't have to have yeah. a lot of interactions. It's just how we yeah. how we roll it. It's yeah, it's the whole the whole bandwidth of friendship, I think, 
if it feels good it's just yeah the most beautiful thing yes yeah exactly and also realizing that friends grow too yeah. because um you know sometimes you've changed and someone will say oh but you've changed and then like I had a friend once say to me I'd changed and I was like well I have and I like the new me but um <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't always mean that everyone can come down the same road as us and then other friends I have a friend who I'm friends with now and we've been friends since eight and we've both changed and she's been through some bad times and I've done some bad things as well and and you forgive each other and that's the the uh, really good friendships where you can forgive each other and stay there even if one of you is in a negative place at that time or anything that's just yeah yeah I think some connections are really made in heaven like friends or, or yeah. partners are like oh here you are nice to meet you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like in the um well I got it from a saying but I wrote about in my book how um it's like my soul met your soul it's like here you are <laughs> yeah very very <laughs> yeah how is what what is the name of your main character is that a secret or do you tell us um no Sarah Sarah. Um, for some some reason, I get a lot of people saying, "Oh, my name's Sarah. Did you write about me?" Oh, <laughs> I wow. didn't realize I'd picked, <laughs> I picked quite a common name, but I didn't. Um, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> how did you? How did you pick it? Like like two seconds, or was it a long? I don't know. I felt like I knew. Yeah, I felt like I knew her character. Actually. Um, I'm not one of these people that can't make up my mind with names. It's like I get a picture of the person, I think about their personality, and then a name just pops up, and then I just go with that because I'm like, well, that's my intuition telling me there, that's their name, that's them. Um, <laughs> and I try not to be indecisive because... Otherwise, I fl I'd fluff around. I know I would fluff around too much because I was indecisive about some other aspects. So I tried to write it um, so that it's written with chapters, yep. and it's sort of I don't know if you can see, but it's got a contents page, so you can go back to your favourite. And um, so there's also poetry. So some of the chapters are poetry, some of them are short stories, and some of them are the story, but they're all the story. And <laughs> that took you a long time to work styles, on. but the story's going on. Um, it was all still the same style, but the short stories were more, um, not quite erotica, but like they were like love scenes. And so they were written very short, emotional pieces. Um, and then the poetry, she's a poet, so I tried to write it so that the poems just added an extra emotional element to whatever she was going through. Um, and so she Sarah write is poem. writing the poetry in the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it took a lot of... It, it took a lot for me to work out how I was actually going to do all that. <laughs> a lot. And then a lot of rewrites, changing things around and try and just trying to get it to work because I wanted it to flow as a story. So each poem and each short story had to be a specific part part so that it didn't disrupt the story. Um so I need I need quite unique. Book. I see that. I see that. <laughs> we put all the details in the into the show notes for sure that uh, everybody can find your <laughs> you are doing um poetry also on your Instagram or where do you like you have po poems yeah 
I have a poetry group. That was what I started with. So the very first day that I decided, sorry, I've just been petting and playing with my kitten. He's about eight months old and he's still playful. <laughs> um, Can you show it to I, us? Oh, here he is playing for Christmas decoration. Hi. Aren't you? Biscuit. <laughs> um, so I posted a poem before I started writing my book. So it was the first day that I wasn't teaching and it was called Forever Free, The Journey to Me. And I think my intuition knew better than myself at the time that I was going to be an author because I was feeling down about not teaching anymore. But the poem was really uplifting and about taking out your heart and installing it with what is right. And um, it ended with, may you be forever free. And I think within a few days, I had a hundred and something people in my Facebook group Wow. from that one poem and then I thought oh wow well my poetry is obviously very um a very good gift to build on but I knew I didn't want to do a poetry book per se um so that was why I had the idea to make the character um a struggling writer and she writes poetry because it allowed me to explore both that's avenues so cool. and I think poetry is coming back I really do feel like poetry is coming back people are beginning to read it more and you're seeing it more again and yeah yeah there was lovely. even a, a spoken word artist winning uh, America's Got Talent so I thought wow that's oh, cool, cool. Uh, yeah that is I don't I don't remember his name but it's a uh, the black yeah. gentleman like really oh it touched me so much when when he was talking you have to check him out i will look, oh, good. Yeah. look up his name too because i thought that's so cool that not like a little yeah, a young girl is winning like a really grown man with such beautiful yeah just like the art yeah. of words together and then speaking it's <laughs> so compelling like wow like and you know long sentences and for me yeah. i'm not an english native i have to concentrate very hard but like yeah oh, yeah yeah i get it and then oh, it was like like an instrument like really like music so i yeah I agree with you it's coming back yeah i think it is really coming back yeah which is really awesome. And that's what the character wants to do as well. She wants to bring back poetry. Yeah. Um, so then she goes on her journey <laughs> of finding out how to bring back poetry, but I won't give away how she does. But um, <laughs> I do think it is coming coming back. Yeah. And when is and your, um, the, the plan for the for the next book like to release the next book is that this um as we are live now it's february 2021 so is it yeah is it this 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 year you will publish your second uh, yeah yes yeah i'm hoping to release it at the end of june oh cool um i was going to go for one a year but um People started messaging me after number one saying, oh, you better release number two <laughs> soon. I really want to read it and um, they really can't wait. And they, yeah, some of the people that have read it are really, really like um, big fans now. So that's really cool. And um, so I was like, okay, I'll put a push on and try and, but it is half written. So um, yeah, that's really and it's writing easier it's yeah. writing easier than the first one because I know all the characters yeah I know um, I don't have to go through with I'm going to have the same unique style and I don't have to fluff around anymore because I know um, how I ping and I know my style as well I didn't even know that to start with um, so it's just writing so much easier than the first one so do you do you have a mean cliffhanger in the end? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, really? I tried to write it so that it could be a standalone. Okay, because um, that's like, <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> but it is a cliffhanger. But yeah. it, it could be a standalone. But the most people, when, I was on a train ride with, and I just got a message saying, I hate you. And I said, what? From one of my friends. And then she goes, oh, no, I just read your book. And now I need number two. And, I, and she keeps, she posts memes all the time. So she posted a meme of Mr. Bean. And uh, I've seen it on a few other memes, but he's like fiddling with a flower and then he's like lying in the field dead, like, and just doing a few other things. And, and it said, um, me waiting for Emma's next book. That's, that's <laughs> a compliment. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. So, yeah. um, yeah, but I you sort of, when you're writing a trilogy, it has to flow on. And because it's a love story, people have said to me they don't know whether they want her to end up with one guy or a different guy or on her own completely. Um, and do I've just know, said, you know. Do you know the ending already? Like the, the third book? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've written the ending. I've written, I've written 10,000 words of, of Beautifully Becoming because... I wanted to make sure I knew where I was going. So I have actually written the last chapter. <laughs> That's kind of the future me, future me activation for this. Yeah. Chapter. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's um because she learns a lot of the stuff that I've learned. So um yeah. She she sort of is drawing on the future, especially in the third one, um, where she changes the most. So cool. <laughs> so if if anybody um, wants to write but is not um, like like brave enough to start, what what do you say? Just wait for my fourth book of um, <laughs> what was the title again? Big dreams. Um, big dreams in a small town. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably hoping to release that one at the end of 2021 before Beautifully Becoming. Okay, um, cool move. That's because like... I'm getting I'm getting a lot of people asking um, a lot of questions, and I don't really have time to break down every aspect of self-publishing for every person. Um, so it would be easier if I could direct them to the book and I don't want to do a course because I do know there are other books out there but then it says oh do this course but a lot of people don't have time to sit there and do course after course <laughs> yeah that's so, a, that's um, the service of your book like like bringing all yeah. the big points together that's uh that's what a good self-help book or or uh non-fiction book does for you like a shortcut yeah that's, that's what I think I think um books have sometimes lost their power because I did a course on how to become a big author and they said about releasing your book for free um and then trying to build on it for a course and I thought well that doesn't always work um I think it's different for like for your joy thing because you're creating joy and you've got so much there that you can offer and it's not a course like sit down and do this boring <laughs> boring thing that's not going to help you it's actually building on your intuition and I think that's what we need to do more is we need to build on ourselves and our intuition and come from a place of fun and joy and stop over analyzing everything And I think that when you offer your book for free, then you give away the biggest part of what you've invested of to put together. And it, then it almost devalues what you're going to stand for after. I think that um, your intuition should guide, um, you know, where you're going, not what someone else has said to do give it away for free um 
But I, anyway, I'll be talking about that in the book because <laughs> that I've learned a lot about that as well because that was a big tactic that people used um, that I think is no longer working as well. Yeah, I think with all the you have to do it this way things, it's really yeah, it's compelling because oh, okay, just this, and then you do it and yeah. it doesn't work because it's not it's not yours. You have maybe some yeah, exactly. are really good for you and working for you like a charm, but I yeah. don't like teachers or, or leaders who are just saying, do it my way. And that's the only way. That's the worst. If it's like my way. Is yeah. The only way. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to do it my way. And everybody should find yeah. their own. And everyone way. should be. Yes. Because that's where your strength is. And that's how the right people come to you as well, or you come to the right other people. Because um, I and I had someone who was doing a well-known thing. I don't want to say, but um, <laughs> and they've they've got the blue tick, and they were promoting something like an ad. And I said, um. And they were talking about hard work all the time and push, push, push. And I said, well, actually, I have fibromyalgia. So if I push, 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 I get sick. So I'm trying to write a fiction book where it can show that you can still do great things following your intuition rather than push, push, push. And sarcastically, this big well-known person commented and said, oh, yeah, and how's that working for you? And I thought, well, okay, that doesn't mean you're a nice person, obviously, because why be sarcastic to someone when they're not doing as well as you because you perceive them to be small and insignificant to you. But it shouldn't shouldn't be that way. We're all humans. We're all the same. And we should treat each other that way. Yeah, and if you're a, in a big company and, and successful, the least thing you should be like always and to everybody is kind and and uplifting exactly. not like mean and diminishing like wow yeah just, just speaking again like the forgiveness thing we talked like that's speaking of of their character if if you're yeah. somebody which is not as ahead of you all um or ahead as you are so yeah bye bye yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I thought, well, that didn't what make me want to buy his stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, and that's why I, he didn't. I love, like, in the Joy Academy, it's like a buffet. You know, there are so many topics and and tools, and I encourage yeah. you to try things out for a a little longer than just one time. You know, like maybe one week, yeah, a month. And after that, you can ditch it and say, nope, that's not for me with like, you know it, you felt it, that's not for me. Yeah. And then somebody, yeah. uh, something else is just perfect for you. But um, yeah, yeah, I like me, I myself, I want freedom. I want to choose myself. I want to decide myself. That's such a, like, since I'm a child, <laughs> I have to do it my way. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> everything in my business yeah. Very open, like you choose, you decide. Try this, try yeah. That. But um, I would never ever say like this is the only way. Otherwise, you're you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good though because that's what people need is um, someone supportive and figuring things out rather than just this way. I've got a daughter who's like that. She's eleven and. <laughs> <laughs> we joke she'll like have to be way. the boss yeah we're, we're like she'll have to be the boss one day because she won't do anything anyone else's way <laughs> that's why I'm self-employed I just don't like to have a yeah. boss I, I don't like and I had lovely bosses but but um soon after having bosses I I said I want to work for myself because yeah uh, you know like having a form to ask for something to change that something may be changed someday and then like oh come on can we decide like this that <laughs> we change up things that's not that's just not for me so yeah yeah you can just keep doing what brings you joy 
all the time. And you're probably like me, like with my book. It's funny because I didn't think that I would enjoy the marketing, but then it's coming naturally to me. I'm not marketing per se because I'm just doing everything I enjoy. Yeah, like, doing it I enjoy way talking about my book. Doing your marketing like your way. Yeah, I like reading about background things and researching what works and what doesn't work because I'm interested in in that and testing theories and I'm just enjoying all of the aspects of it because um, it's what you enjoy doing. And that's so cool for your future. I mean, if you would love to write the book and then marketing is just like. I can't do the marketing, then you're 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 stuck. But like yeah. if you like everything, you can go on and on and write books for for yeah. the rest of your <laughs> life. How beautiful is that? <laughs> yes, I'm hoping so. <laughs> if I I often close my interview with um if you yeah. have now the inter uh, the, the a megaphone and the whole world is listening what is your message like what do you want to say to all the humans <laughs> on this planet so if you think that you can't do something then and but you have a, a dream and you really want to do something just know that you can um, if it's writing a book and you're scared, just start with a sentence. If it's painting a picture, just start with random uh, paints on a paper. If it's running a marathon, start with a walk. <laughs> you know, whatever your dream is, you just start small and you just build on it and then one day it's easy. Thank you so much. That's what a beautiful, what a beautiful ending to our cool talk between like really the opposite side. I have a, uh, what's that called? A globe. We say globus in German. Oh, yes. You know that the, the yeah. world and, and you are. Yeah, we call them a globe. Of uh, a globe. A globe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. On the opposite side. And thank you so much for your time and your energy. And you're you're going to bed <laughs> and I'm starting with my work today. <laughs> I I feel so connected around the globe with these interviews. It's it's I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so have a beautiful That's night. And we will put everything yeah. into the show notes that everybody can find you. And um, I'm already curious to read your book. <laughs> well, I hope that you have a really good day since your day is just beginning. <laughs> I used to have trouble sleeping, but now that I've been writing, I find that, um, that it's actually been good. I thought it would be worse because I thought I'd be overthinking and thinking up stories and that. But um, again, with the intuition, I was just like, no, if you believe you're going to be a writer, you'll have plenty of time to write. So, zip. Zip and sleep. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a nice evening. Bye-bye. If you liked this episode, I look forward to a review from you. And it would be so nice to hear from you what you liked best and what is your takeaway. And maybe it sparked some idea. You really are surprised to, to have this idea now and you can go and create joy for your life. And please tell me about it. I would love to hear from you. My contact details, you will find them in the show notes. Have a wonderful day.